Welcome to the Habesha Finance Podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping you achieve financial independence and overcome your money problems. I'm Matt, bringing you the education and tools to help you get your life back, build wealth, and make a difference. Hello, folks. I'm Matt, your host of the Habesha Finance Podcast. Thanks so much for joining me. We are back with part two of Promoting Positivity Through Financial Freedom. This was an interview that I did with Hannah Joy TV, and I was very thrilled. I was very excited, and I hope, I hope that you really enjoyed part one. If you are listening to this episode right here for the first time, I highly encourage you to just Go back and check out part one before you get to this part and just enjoy the content. We talked about personal finance topics like investing, budgeting, and I'm definitely confident that you will benefit tremendously, especially if you are just starting that journey to financial freedom. Now let's get to part two of Hannah Joy TV's interview of me promoting positivity through financial freedom. So what other practices can you share with us today? Yeah, so um, hopefully, it, you know, uh, People are people are understanding where I'm coming from, because I really want folks to un, to to take control of their finances. And um, some of the best practices, at least I can speak in terms of right now, what we've done, uh, we we've really cut back on spending. We we've stopped contributing to our retirement, our 401k, which is the retirement savings plan that is offered through our work. We we both just stopped doing that because we wanted to ramp up our savings. You know. Um, during times of, of uncertainty, during times of uh, during challenging times, I think it's really important for people to build up that emergency savings fund, which um, I talk about, you know, on, on obviously the Habesha Finance platform. But uh, save, 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 you know, you have to cut your expenses, especially right now, especially if you're if you're very serious and you're ready to get on this journey to financial freedom, cut the cable, cut the Amazon, cut the Apple TV, cut the Kindle. There's a library down the street you can borrow books from. You can even, you know, order books online through the library. They, they have that available to people now. Um, iPhone app subscriptions, you know, um, you may have to pause contributing to your retirement, depending on where, where what stage you are in life. If you're closer to retirement, obviously, you don't need to look at, you know, doing that per se. But you folks have got to really, you know, uh, take this time, especially when there's times of uncertainty, to build up that emergency fund and and what i have um available you know and and i'll and we'll figure out a way to make this available to people um hana is um, this checklist i have I, I did this i created this checklist and so people who've been following habesha finance for the last several years um since we started um late 2016 mm-hmm. uh, created this checklist to kind of just go over some of the things that people can do you know people can um, just check off. It's just a checklist, you know, and then you check it off. Okay, I did that. I can move on to the next thing. It's not a complete financial uh, program, you know, to get from A to Z, but it, it gets you from A to like, you know, uh, uh, M or N. It gets you halfway there. And then you just, you ha- hopefully, you know, as we grow, as we all grow, it helps you get to um, where you need to go. But uh, one of the things I talk about, I, I include on that checklist is having life insurance, you know, a lot of people, especially in underserved communities, minority communities, we're not aware of this idea of, you know, oh, life insurance, like uh, that, that's a scary kind of thought. Because what happens, you come to terms with your mortality, you come to terms with the fact that I may not be here tomorrow, you know, 
the reason why life insurance is so important is because if you find yourself in a situation like my wife and I did, you know, she's got 200,000 plus student loans because of law school. And then, you know, I also have student loans. Now, if, if something were to happen to me, guess what? My student loans die with me, right? My student loans go with me, but she still has to face that $200,000 of student loans that she has. Mm -hmm. And what kind of husband, what kind of father would I be to leave her without a life insurance policy to face that $200,000 student loans with, to, to face life with, you know, especially with kids involved. And it's really important um, for husbands and, 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 and wives and, and parents in general to consider getting life insurance. Um, and, and I know there's this, there's a lot of debate about what kind of life insurance to get, but if you're asking me, my, my personal opinion, it's term life insurance. Okay. It's, it's just, it's just regular flat term life insurance and, and get like 10 times. Okay. 10 times your income. I think that's just the general rule and life insurance. It's, it's like car insurance, you know, you need it for a certain amount of time. Um, and you don't need it for the rest of your life because what are you doing? You're, you're saving, you're investing, you're building up your retirement fund. You're saving in uh, a taxable fund where you're buying investments. Maybe you're buying a, a real estate. You're doing whatever else you need to do in the meantime for that 30 year period where you have a life insurance policy in place. Does that make sense? The, 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 hopefully that makes sense for people um, who are watching because like the, we see it happening in our communities and, and some of the, some of the parents are good about this. And that's so great to see, um, that they already have life insurance policies, but I'm, I'm afraid like the majority of, uh, folks who may be watching or out there, uh, may not have a life insurance policy. And, you know, you go into this whole rabbit hole of whether to get term life insurance, uh, and then even term life insurance, like what kind of term and life insurance you, do you want? Do you want to get um, just, you know, the term life insurance you pay for, the, you know, you pay, you have a set period of time you pay for it 30 years, or do you want an, an annual renewable term life insurance? There's that. You can get whole life insurance policies, which are cash value. It, it, there's a whole rabbit hole. And I talk about it on, on Habeshaw Finance. I talk about it on the podcast. I think I have like um, a few episodes dedicated to just life insurance. So uh, people can just type in Habeshaw Finance slash life insurance, and, and you'll see some information about that. But at the very least, people should start with just a regular 25, 20, 30 year uh, term life insurance policy that will cover, you know, the cost of the house. If something were to happen to you, children, your children's education, if they, you know, if they're going to go to college, a wedding, maybe you, your children will get married one day, um, your wife or your spouse or whoever um, to be able to, you know, support that person through many different challenges in life. And then even if you're not, you know, married or you have anyone to, who depends on you, maybe there's an organization that you have, a, that you really care for and you can still get life insurance and the beneficiary can also be that organization. A lot, I don't know if a lot of people know that, but just because you're like, oh, you know, I don't have anybody who cares about me or who I care for or who I take care of. Like you still, if you if you support an orphanage or if you support homeless shelters, you can still get your own life insurance policy and, and um, name that entity, name that organization, the beneficiary. And that can be something like that just takes care of that organization in case like you, person who's supporting them day in, day out are, you know, suddenly, uh, unexpectedly, you know, um, go away. And, and, and that's something that, um, I think many folks 
just should should really take seriously you know and then with that having a will you know having having some kind of 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 will in place for your family and letting the family know like this is the will that's in place this is what's going to happen um it's really important for those those parts of your financial uh journey to be established and and establish those as quickly as possible um and then some other things i talk about on the checklist i'm just looking at it right now um you know tracking your net worth making sure that you're aware of all your debts all your liabilities all your um, assets, all the positive things that are adding to your net worth. And then um, just some other things also talk about emergency savings, having a three to six month emergency fund. When you check that, you check that. Um, are you budgeting? There's a there's a couple articles I've, I have about budgeting and and a YouTube video about budgeting that I talk about when I'm, you know, I'll share some of that information here shortly. Um, and then just, you know, saving for college. Are you saving a college for your child? Are you saving college for you know, a niece or nephew, if, if you, you know, that's always a possibility. And then um, just other, other topics on that checklist that I'll, I'll share with you, Hannah, so that way people um, who are watching can also uh, access. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, again, just a lot of good stuff there. I feel like we could almost have a session on every topic you've mentioned today. We could have a whole one hour session on yeah. you know, just life insurance, a whole one hour session on um, you know, on budgeting. Um, and speaking of budgeting, what are some of the best tools for beginners? Uh, maybe if you can just kind of quickly list some out. And again, we are going to send you guys a link to that, that sheet he's talking about so you can keep up with all that and also stay connected and access more information. Yeah. So the budget, um, budgeting is, is comes in different ways, different forms. Um, you know, when you start budgeting, you'll find apps on your phones, you'll find spreadsheets online, you'll, you'll find people doing it with a piece of paper and a pencil. And it really just comes down to what's going to work for you. Um, I've tried uh, so many different budgets, I would say seven, eight, to me, that's many uh, budgets. And then I finally found one that was really great. And it was this um, Google Sheets budget um, that, that I make available through my through the channel and uh through the habasha finance website if you just go to habashafinance.com you'll see it on the right it says you know here click here to access um the google sheets budget and and you have to you know um sign up for the email list but you can get the google sheets budget and then unsubscribe that that don't matter to me um but that google sheets budget that we use is a is you have to manually update it and what i found for us okay um, is when I was connecting my bank account to these apps, it kind of took a personal, um, uh, you know, relationship out of the budget because I wasn't in tune with exactly what was going in and what was going out of our bank. It just happened automatically. And then I saw it. But when I moved on to this spreadsheet, that was a manual budget that I had to update with our income. I had to update what we were spending. I had to update, you know, what we were projecting for the rest of the year. It really just, it was another one of those things that just helped change the way we looked at finances because we said, oh, in three months we have, you know, this year, last year, we, I said, you know, three months we have property taxes due. Okay. So we're going to make sure that we're building up a, a separate fund for property taxes in, in, in a month. We've got, you know, our, our, our daughter's birthday that we want to celebrate. And so we'll put a separate fund for that. Um, we have our tithing that we give to our, our, our local church that we give. We have our, you know, uh, bills that we have to pay for on a monthly basis. And all of that is manually entered um, uh, by either me or my wife, Saba. And 
it's one of those things that you you just develop the habits you know when you start developing habits of of doing that every every other day or every two or three days um you just i don't want to say you become obsessed with it but you become a, like a professional budgeter and there's nothing that gets by you because you really do you know if i'm if i'm may people may think i'm extreme but i have to make sure that i'm accounting for every single penny you know this is how companies um keep track of their expenses this is how companies rise to the top and become very successful they keep track of every single penny now why not you you know why not the person looking in the mirror you know person in the mirror when you're looking in the mirror you're more important you know you're the most important person to your to in your life you know like in in terms of like what you can do you know you have the most uh uh control over your ability to live your life and and if you don't look at yourself that way like I, i'm i'm very worthy i like i'm very uh very important i'm someone who who has an important part in playing with my life my role my family then you've got to also look at your financial responsibility and part of that is looking at yourself in a way that um these companies look at you know their their spreadsheets and their budgets and their annual reports it's 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 kind of the same thing with our own lives we have to look at ourselves and our financial lives in the same way and make sure that we're accounting for every single penny that's going in going out and i don't want to say like it's to become obsessed with it but it's really to take control you know take control over what you're spending over what you're um um your in your income obviously you can't really control your income to a certain extent but take control of of the budget and making sure that you're accounting for everything so that way you know like oh i got to cut this expense out i don't need cable look we like i said i still drive the same car i'm driving we haven't had cable like um our mom my, you know we we cut cable i'm pretty sure like 2000 2002 2003 and i've never missed i haven't missed it since i haven't missed cable since i see especially now i see everything on youtube it comes out the same day i see my espn first take i i see the updates on youtube I, whatever it is i want to watch like it's out, it's online now you know and and it's unfortunate you know for some of these companies but it's like the technology the way we're moving the way everything is advancing so quickly um you know you there are ways to be able to hack you know your ability to save money you know there's there's always a way to save money on any kind of expense any kind of um you know anything that you're spending money on just ask yourself is do i really need this is there an alternative to what i'm spending xyz you know um on a monthly basis if that makes sense Absolutely. I mean, there's just a lot to take in here. I know I'm already just like so inspired to, you know, budget better and you just make me want to like you said, where is yeah. every single penny going? You know. Yeah. And 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 I'll say budgeting it takes a few months. It takes 4-5 months to really get the hang of it. So give yourself that grace. Okay. And I know you have videos as well where you help people walk through budgeting and you even have mm -hmm. tutorials and and webinars all on your YouTube channel as well. So if you want more you can access there. I know that there's a ton to go through and we're already about an hour in so we're going to go through um just uh, one more question here. Keep going. Okay. I just want to make sure. I know he's a father of 3 and you know husband. No, and I apologize why it's so late because you know our kids have a bedtime and uh, I told my sister like hey I'm sorry I have to do it this time because I have an obligation to make sure that my kids are are asleep and I don't wake them up when when we're doing this so I apologize <laughs> to people watching like oh why is it so late and I'm the one to blame for that um, <laughs> no my kids are 
Well, my, my beautiful nephews and niece, um, just beautiful children. And um, I just want to say that, you know, for people who weren't able to catch this live, this is all going to get posted on Facebook and YouTube. So if people want to send it out to their friends, make sure to share it with your friends. If there was a certain section that you saw, I would encourage you just to go back, find that time. And, you know, if, if, it, if it applies to a friend, say, hey, tune in at, you know, 25 minutes and at 25 minutes, you'll hear all about this and that. So, um, you know, just just feel free to share it and everything like that. So um, I do want to just, we're going to get to some of your questions and some of your lovely comments. I see so many people in here that we are familiar with, that we're not familiar with. Just a lot of people in here. Shout out to everybody tuning in with us here with us tonight or this morning, depending on where you're tuning in from. Um, I did see that we had some more people check in. Uh, we had some people here from Philadelphia. We had some people from New Jersey as well, in addition to all the other states that we had mentioned earlier. So, and countries, shout out to London. I saw we had here too. So thank you to everyone. Um, I wanna ask you though, uh, so, you know, we talked about budgeting, right? Can we just hit on, you know, cause this, everybody wants to do this. Everybody wants to save more. And I know you've talked about it some throughout this conversation, but uh, could you just touch on that a little bit more, you know, how we can all just save a little bit more? Yeah. Um, so there's, there's kind of, it's kind of, it's like an honest, um, opinion of mine that part of saving more is trying to earn more income, right? You have to get your income up and you have to get rid of debt. Um, that's really what it, to me, that's kind of what it boils down to, to like, I can't tell somebody to save 50% of their income if they're making only, you know, X, Y, Z amount of, of money. And that's all they, that's all they're able to do. You know, it may be different for each person. And so I, I don't want to get into, into that kind of discussion, but what I would say is, is focus on, on maybe one extra job or something, you know, focus on something that you, on, on a bringing in an extra source of income, if it's possible, obviously during this time right now, it's very difficult to, so I can't really encourage that at right now. Um, but I, I, I know we'll get through these times, um, hopefully very soon. And uh, once we do, though, it's it's one of those things where folks have to try to get their income up, you know, and um, at the same time, get rid of debt. And so if possible in the future, OK, this is not for right now, but in the future, um, working an extra job will help, OK, to help you build that emergency fund, help you save a little bit more, help you get rid of debt quickly, as quickly as possible. Um, and, and really, you know, for those of you just starting out on this journey, it's really important to understand you're not, you, you don't, if you can't afford to pay certain things cash, then there's no reason why you should, you know, bring that on. Okay. And what, and, and the only exception to this is obviously a house, a mortgage. Okay. Um, for me, that's for me, this is me talking on, on my opinion. And if you're one of those people who wants to use a credit card to build, you know, their, their funds up and you want to build your, your credit up, well, just make sure that you're not building up a balance and you're carrying a balance each month and make sure that you're treating that credit card as a debit card. Okay. If you don't have it in your debit card, guess what? You don't have it on your credit card to, to expense. And uh, that's a, that's a mindset that I, that I want people to really embrace is this credit card is only going to be used um, as a debit card. And if I don't have it, if I'm not spending it already on my debit card, like let's say you have a monthly, you know, car insurance, right? That you pay, you have, you drive, 
And so you're obligated to have car insurance and you pay that monthly. Well, if you wanted to bring it on a credit card and use that as your way to pay for your, your, um, you know, your car insurance, then that's fine. That's, that's for you. Um, but use it in that kind of, I would say just use it in that kind of sense. If that's what you're interested in, in building your credit and doing all those things and doing those th types of things, but don't think like, Oh, I can just charge it on my credit and I'm just going to work in uh, some hours. You see, like don't spend money that you don't have, or don't spend money in anticipation of money that you're going, that you think you're going to get. Mm -hmm. And, and that's, that's a dangerous place to be because like we see jobs can get cut. Right? <coughs> Excuse me. Um, Jobs can, jobs can get cut in an instant. And so it's really important um, to have that kind of um, mentality. Um, and then also, um, when it comes to saving, take advantage of your company's um, 401k, 403b, or whatever retirement savings plan, whatever country you're in. If you have a company that's giving you a retirement plan and they're giving you this match, like they're matching uh, up to a certain amount for your retirement, I would say that's a great place to also save. You know, if you're in debt, I wouldn't. Personally, I wouldn't invest more than the match because my goal would be to focus um, <clears throat> on the debt, focus on reducing that debt. Because when you reduce that debt, you get rid of not, not only do you get rid of the principal of that debt, you also get rid of the interest if there's interest on that debt. Um, again, this is outside of your mortgage, outside of your home. Um, this is more so like consumer debt. So like car notes, student loans, personal loans, um, those kinds of things, anything in collection that you need to clear up. Um, those are the kinds of things that I would focus on wh while still doing like the match for your, with your job. Um, so take advantage of that. If you're self-employed, look at a solo 401k, um, set by RA, just because you're self-employed, you still have opportunities to invest, um, in these retirement savings plans. And the, and the, and the wonderful thing about these retirement savings plans is the tax advantage benefit where, you, necess you don't necessarily have to pay taxes right now. So if you're in a high income tax bracket, it's really um, a great opportunity <clears throat> to, to invest in these retirement savings plans because the, um, the, the understanding is when you retire, you're probably going to be in a lower um, tax bracket, right? Um, who knows? Maybe you'll be in a, in, a, in a bigger tax bracket, but at least right now, paying putting that money in those retirement plans could potentially help reduce your um, tax liability when you file taxes. So, um, 401ks, 403bs, all great for people to use, um, you know, and the retirement savings plans that people have available to them at work are all great. Don't, and, and I also want to mention Roth IRAs. Um, those are also great to, uh, just to, to be able to look into as well, which again, I talk about on the podcast as well as the blog. <laughs> yep. You sure do. Habisha finance. <laughs> to find habishafinance.com, habishafinance on YouTube. We're going to take a couple of your questions now since we are, are going to um, go get into that segment. I just want to say again, uh, thank you to Matthew for his time, to, to Matt, our brother here. Um, and, and also thank you for your understanding as well. I really appreciate the fact that when you're addressing some of these subjects, you are being um, sort of mindful of the times that we're living in. And we do realize that we're all in different situations, right? And some of the things that... <clears throat> Some of the things that work for us, you know, that would have worked for us before the pandemic may not necessarily be the best case. So I just appreciate I appreciate you providing alternatives to those yeah. um, options and just being very encouraging when you when you share this advice. Let me let me also add. Um, sorry, before we do the questions, um, <clears throat> sometimes some people may say, oh, when I'm looking at my 401k, whenever I'm looking at my retirement fund or if I'm looking into investing 
um, hey, man, like, what is it that you're personally looking for? And remember, this is this is not like investment advice. This is just kind of education. Um, but what I personally like to look for is our our, our index funds and index funds, um, the low cost, broad based index funds and index funds basically help you invest in a, a in the stock market or in, in any kind of asset class um, that is that that the index fund is is tracking the index fund is providing to you so let's just say um the s&p 500 right people are familiar with that the biggest um for lack of a better phrase and term the biggest 500 companies um in the u.s economy are in the s&p 500 um index now you can get this index i'm pretty sure most 401ks are going to have something similar to this so if you just log into your retirement accounts if you log into your um, you know, your personal accounts, whatever it is with Fidelity or Vanguard or Charles Schwab or TD Ameritrade, whenever, whatever company, whatever these companies, your retirement plan is with, um, make sure that you're looking for what's called an index fund. Um, and the reason why I like to do that is because one, the fees are low. So I'm not paying an extra 1%, right? So if let's just say like <clears throat> the S&P 500, um, there are studies, academics that show like S&P 500 over the last, you know, uh, 60 years or so has has earned about 10% annual annually, right? 10 or actually 11% annually. And that's before inflation. So after inflation, you knock it down to about 8%. And some uh, financial experts like to say 7%. But let's just say you're in that range of 7 to 8%. Now, you're doing that, right? You're investing in the S&P 500. You're you're basically expecting like an 8% return over your money year over year over year and average on average, right? Some years, um, you know, some years like last year, it's going to go to like 30%. And then some years this year, it may go, it may be down, right? But on the average, right? It's, it's like a roller coaster. It goes up and down, up and down. Um, but what we've seen over the past 60, 70 years or so, it's been on the rise, right? There's been ups and downs, ebbs and flows, but all as, as a, um, in the long span, there's been a gradual increase um, over the long term. So what what happens is you've got some uh, op some options in your in your retirement plan where you can invest in these things called actively managed funds. And again, this is another kind of like those controversial um, topics for for the personal finance and investing world, which I don't want to really uh, get too deep into. But I would encourage people to look at their investment choices in their 401k and just really compare uh, what's called the expense ratio, how much you're being basically being charged um, on your overall account to have those certain funds. And you can look at your year-end report for 2019, 2018, 2017, and then see, you know, if depending on what funds you were, how much you were being charged to have that fund. And um, what I what I have discovered, what I have researched, what I have read is 90%, 90% of most actively managed funds, oh, excuse me, excuse me, sorry, um, do not outperform the index that they're, they're usually tracking or they're trying to beat, right? So basically, um, you're going to do better simply by picking an index fund that's in your retirement account, and you're pretty much going to be doing better than, you know, around 90% of the other funds that are in that retirement account. And so 
you're still also going to be paying less over the long term. And that 1%, people may not under realize it, but that 1% is huge. You're talking about 8% versus 7%, 7% versus 6%, 5%, and so forth and so on. It's it's huge. And, uh, and that's just kind of a little bit of education that people should really go into their retirement accounts um, or their investment accounts and really see what they're investing what they're investing in and, and really um, just educate themselves, which we try to provide, which I try to provide on the Habeshaw Finance platform. So yeah, thank you um, for that wisdom. Thank you for yeah. dropping that knowledge. Hey, we are here for it. We want to take it all in. So thank you for sharing that as well. I'm sure that, you know, there's so many more topics we can hit on everyone, but you know, these are just some of the topics that we wanted to touch on. So let's hear from you. I know that some of you have left comments and questions. I see we have Boston in the building as well. So many of you all, I just want to display some of the comments here. Um, that we have, uh, again, we had people in here from so many different places from around the globe here, but I just, uh, there's some, some comments here that I would, that I would like to show. Uh, yeah. We have Jonas Waldu in Las Vegas, debt is the enemy and cash flow is an ally. So that was a <laughs> comment that he, that he left um, there. Like that, yeah. Thank you so much for that comment, for leaving that. And uh, we had someone here when you all were talking about 250k about paying off the 250k loan mashallah thank you so much for that we appreciate that um that congratulations to you and your wife um and happy eid to all of our muslim brothers and sisters who are celebrating this weekend as well um and then somebody asked a question here um about are there any books that you guys recommend about the discussion or topic i will let matthew answer that um and i also want to say that uh, someone else did say that you had a book in your background that was really, really good. I think it's that that book, Profit First. So someone had mentioned that in the comments. So Matt, yeah. do you have anything yeah. for that? Yeah, the, um, that book behind me, that's a really good book for um, self-employed um, or just businesses, small businesses. Um, uh, I'm like a quarter of the way in, but I'm just blown away by the principles in that book that that um, the, the author, I think Mike, um, I can't really pronounce his last name, um, talks about. But for small businesses, that's a, that's a um, so far to me, I've, I've, I've enjoyed the book so far. Um, now, there, uh, if I remember correctly, there are about four, three or four books that I think I would recommend <clears throat> um, for people in different parts of their financial freedom journey. And then if you're just getting started, like I mentioned earlier, the Dave Ramsey Total Money Makeover is a, is, is a great book that I read um, in five days. I'm not kidding. This was a great book that I read. Um, in five days. And this book just kind of goes through like the basic personal finance education and really is a great motivator uh, for people to just take, you know, their uh, finances, take their finances seriously, if you will. Um, and then um, another book that uh, people I think will appreciate is called um, The Simple Path to Wealth. And this is more of like a, a little bit more advanced kind of, it talks about some of the things I just talked about with index funds and investing and um, it goes in and the author is called his name is jl collins and he he gets into um just a lot of those different topics of um you know spending less than you make and doing all these different things to to make sure that you're on your journey right you're on the path to wealth and, it, and it's called the simple path to wealth by uh jl collins so i think that's that's those are two books like if you're on one side or if you're on another side um, depending on where you are. And then another great book I, I like to recommend is The Millionaire Next Door. 
Um, it's a study that, that looked at however many millionaires and they looked at like their lifestyle habits and what they did and how they live. <clears throat> and it's just a good, uh, it's just a good, uh, you know, preview. It's a, it's a good scope into the lives of millionaires. And then you realize like, wait a minute, they're not driving these fancy cars. They're not living in these like $2 million, $3 million homes. Like these people are millionaires and they're, and they're, you know, living these humble, um, good, you know, you know, like non-flashy, um, uh, lives and they're very happy. They're enjoying everything and they're living, you know, in, in that kind of way. So those are three books that, <clears throat> um, that I really like. And, um, a fourth book, like if you're really, really <laughs> invested into, <coughs> excuse me, interested in investing, I would say, um, by the late, um, Jack Bogle, he's the founder of, um, of Vanguard. It's like Fidelity, like an, uh, like a brokerage company. And, um, it's called the little book of common sense investing. And, um, this book, if I just look it up real quick, sorry. Um, uh, it's the little book of common sense investing. Um, the only way to guarantee your fair share of stock market returns by John C. Bogle. And it's on Amazon. You can get it there. And, uh, yeah, you can get it there. Awesome. Um, I bought, yeah, I got the book and that book really, he talks about the same things. He's the founder of Vanguard. And, um, I think he, um, he actually passed away last year. Um, but he did so much. He had, he's done so much for the individual investor. Like it's no joke. Cause he's the one who created the first index fund, the low cost way of investing in the whole market, the entire, like investing in 500 companies at once through yeah. this fund that he made available um, to all the individual investors. And, um, uh, and, and so he was, many people respect him. If you're in the personal finance investing world, then you know about Jack Bogle and you know, like all the, 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 the things that he did, the great, the doors he opened to, to many individual investors. Um, and at the same time, like, um, there is a time and place, I think for having professional financial professional help, you know, um, and I don't want to like knock like people who are in the person, like the financial professional advice um, area, because personally, like I need that too myself. I'm getting, we're getting to the point where we need that third set of eyes to look at and say, Hey, okay, um, this is what you need to do. This is where you're headed. And <clears throat> having somebody do that for like an hour, two hours is a huge benefit in my opinion, personal opinion to making sure that you're headed down the right track because you're always going to think like, Oh, I'm, I'm going down the right track, but you might not be looking at your overall, you know, financial well-being. Mm -hmm. Um, you, it's always good to have that third set of eyes, have a different outlook, especially from someone who's in the personal finance. And I mean, the financial planning, uh, financial advice, uh, world who's seen more than I have, you know, who have seen, who's seen more than some of us, most of us to be able to say, well, I know you did this, but, let me show you what this person, like, let me show you what I've, I've dealt with in the past um, and just want you to be aware of. So I just want to make sure people are aware, like at some point um, you're going to need some sort of personal, like some sort of financial planning, professional help. And, um, but what I really want to also say is you have to also, it's very important for you to learn as much as you can on your own. Um, so that way you can, you can just have those engaging conversations and talk to the people who are in that space, um, to say, okay, okay. Yeah. I understand that. I remember reading about that a long time ago, you know, um, 
that kind of thing. Yep. Yeah. Thank you. Great recommendations and great point there as well. You know, um, it is very, very important to have that support, that additional support from those professionals um, at some point throughout your life. So thank you for that. I just I want to show some more comments here. We have so many here, but just to touch on some of them. And thank you all for the kind words. A lot of people are saying, um, you know, we're doing a great job. So we we really appreciate that, everybody. I want to show this comment right here. Um, let's see. Uh, from I bet here he said, if a five hundred dollar Ford can get me around, why would I get into a fancy car financing? <laughs> so that kind of goes along with your point earlier about your Scion. And then uh, someone here also said, um, you know, check credit debit card statements for reoccurring charges to cut out of your budget. Another good tip there. And then also use up gift cards instead of your cash. Mm -hmm. What happened with Toys R Us? Um, mm -hmm. I think that's a great point too, because sometimes, yeah, we do, sometimes we even have gift cards and they expire, you know, so you miss yeah. out on that. So that's a great, great tip. A couple great points there. Um, and then we did have a couple of uh, questions here. One more, I think a couple more questions here. I don't know if you have any um, thoughts or opinions on this, Matt. Oh yeah, I do, I do. Um, so I, I this is uh, something that I talk about on the on the podcast. And I'll go ahead and read the question. Um, it was, yeah. what is your recommendation? What is your recommended percentage contribution for four hundred one k from Abdul Nasir? Go ahead. Um, so you def if it depends on where you are, right? Like if you're just starting out and you have debt, I would say like having invested up to the match, your company's match is a great place to start. <clears throat> but once you get out of debt, um, like once we get through like this, this, these times right now, these pandemic times, um, our goal is to be able to put away, you know, um, and I'm not just talking about like retirement, I mean, a 401k. But I'm also talking about like a Roth IRA, right? If I have my own business, opening, having a solo 401k um, or having some other kind of, you know, retirement funds, right? That that might be available to me, that might be available to my wife as well. Um, but we're, you know, you're eligible for your 401k, you're eligible for your, um, your Roth IRA. Even if you don't get the tax deduction, remember, you can still do a Roth IRA. Um, I mean, a traditional IRA. <clears throat> And then you can convert that into a Roth IRA th through what's called a backdoor Roth IRA, uh, which talk about that as also on, on the podcast and through the blog. Um, but when it comes to contributions to your retirements, I think maybe that's a better way of phrasing it. I'm pushing, I'm pushing on my website to at least try to do around 20% up to at least, you know, at least 20%. Um, my goal, uh, you know, if for whatever it's worth is to try to at least be around that 30% to 40% range um, of our, of what we're earning. Obviously it's hard to do when we still have a house, you know, that we're paying a mortgage on, but once that mortgage is paid off, that's when we can really push our savings a little bit higher. That's why you get into a 15 year mortgage because um, you want to be able to do those things right as quickly as possible um, and, and limit the interest you're paying on the mortgage, how long you have that monthly payment that you're paying and all those things that we just talked about, like, you know, moments ago when we were talking about buying a house, um, I, I really want that to resonate with people like saving 5%, 10% for retirement is not going to cut it. You've got to put in your mind, okay, I've got 20% at least, you know, if, if you can do 20% or just try to build up to that point over time, um, that that will be that will be a great um, 
you know, way for you to start moving toward that path to uh, financial freedom? Awesome. Awesome. Thank you for that. And thank you all for your questions and your comments. There's there's a, a plenty of comments here. I just want to show one more comment before we wrap up here. Um, and this is from uh, 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 you guys are awesome, like sister, like brother. Thank you. See you on your YouTube. So, yes, you can definitely follow Matt here on YouTube at Habesha Finance. And I just want to echo this point here to everyone tuning in, um, especially to my audience that is tuning in and joining us and meeting Matt for the first time. He is my inspiration. He is my hero. He is the reason I am the person I am today. So I know he doesn't want to hear this because he's so humble, but I just want to shout him out and just say thank you for everything, for being um, the rock and just being um, always a light in my life. I would truly not have this platform, Hannah Joy TV, and the Promote Positivity Movement if it were not for him. So I just want to say thank you for um, believing and always um, being such a strong, strong mm. leader. So um, thank you so much to everyone who tuned in, who shared your comments, who shared your light with us. Um, our sister sat on here. She added a comment. Retirement is not getting the 65. It is mm. how much you can save and how fast you can save it. Mm, that is that is a great point right there. That is a wonderful point awesome. to end on from our audience. Matt, I would love to throw it back to you to sort of wrap up, you know, as we wrap up the conversation, any any advice, any words of encouragement, how you're staying positive these days, just to anybody tuning in as we wrap up this conversation. Um, yeah, I'm a, I'm a big believer in um, that we were we were created to stay connected with each other. I, I know during these challenging times, it's hard to do that physically, but you know, we've we've got technological advances where we can do that through Zoom. We can do that through FaceTime. We can do that um, on Viber. Remember, we can call each other, too, on the phone. The thing that we used to do um, 10 years ago or five years ago, it seems um, we it's important to stay connected with your family, with your friends, the people uh, who, who you can count on, you know, and then um, just it's important, again, like we mentioned earlier in this in this uh, program to do what you can to help others, um, the frontline workers, the people you know who are out there working hard every day to support them, whether it's just emotionally, mentally, physically, financially, it's good um, to, to do what we can uh, to, to help those people out there who are sacrificing and putting in the time to you know uh, make sure that we overcome this pandemic as, as quickly and safely as possible. And then um, from a financial perspective, um, just know like everyone is on their own path, right? Like you're listening to this and you're like, oh, wow. Like, I, I don't know if I could ever achieve that. Yes, you can. You know, it's going it, to, it may take longer for you than for others, but don't let that discourage you from taking action today. You know, before, before, before we can learn to walk, we have to crawl, right? Before, before all of that, like we have, before we can learn to walk, we have to learn, um, to crawl in life. And, I'm a big believer in, in just taking steps, taking steps. And ultimately, like the quote we read earlier, brick by brick by brick, you're going to build your way to financial freedom. And, and um, I will leave uh, just with one quote from um, Nelson Mandela. Uh, Education is the most powerful weapon which you can use to change the world. And I think that is very important because it is, it is education that helps change who we are it is education that helps change our perspective. It is education that helps mature us and helps develop our lives and helps us move in the direction um, that we were meant to move in. And, and when it comes to um, just money and talking about finances, that's to the path of financial freedom. 
Um, and I just want to say thank you to you, Hanna, for coordinating this. And I know this was long overdue. Um, things happen in life that made it difficult for us to get together. Um, but uh, I'm thankful that, you know, you invited me here to be able to share and, and hopefully inspire some people to, 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 to get on it, you know, to, yeah. to make it happen. Absolutely. And one last time, how anybody tuning in can keep up with your awesome platform. Yeah, uh, it's Habesha Finance. YouTube seems to be the place that um, I'm, I'm more engaged with. Obviously, we have a Facebook group, but really it's wherever you're most comfortable. If you like to be on Facebook and you want to join the Facebook group, there's um, the Habesha Finance Facebook group. If um, you're more of a YouTube community, I know they're like it's unbelievable how, you know, the different platforms cater to the different to different peoples and, and personalities. And so um, whether it's Instagram, um, Facebook or YouTube, um, you can just type in Habesha Finance and um, you'll see me there and um, try to connect and try to just um, learn more about each other and help and hopefully help grow and learn to help each other grow on this journey to financial freedom. Awesome. Well, hey. Thank you, brother, for being a light out here, for just encouraging us, for sharing this free education. Please keep it going. We uh, encourage you to keep it going. And we thank you. We thank you all, everybody who tuned in with us yeah, tonight thanks, for this yeah. morning, wherever you're tuning in from. Uh, we just say thank you from Matt and me. Thank y'all. We're sending y'all a lot of love and light. And we just want y'all to know, stay strong. We are all going to get through this together. And wherever you are, we're just giving you a big virtual hug. So thank you, everybody, for tuning in. And make sure to follow Matt. Stay connected with Havisha Finance.